You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. What's going on with the Knicks? And Adam Silver actually talking about the Knicks. So, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver held a news conference update the media on various topics involving the league. And several Knicks issues came up during the session. So, one was the uh, much-talked-about approach to the media access the Knicks allows or doesn't allow uh, to their front office. And um, Leon Rose and World Wide West and a lot of the squad over there basically has been non-existent when it comes to their access uh, uh, to the media or the media's access to them. So Silver, during his press conference, was asked by Yahoo's Vincent Goodwill, shout out to him, NBA senior writer, about the policy. And I was a little surprised by his answer. Let's hear what Adam Silver had to say. Adam, you've stood in front of us multiple times since basically the pandemic has ended. Uh, here in New York, the Knicks, their decision maker hasn't stood forth in the public since he's taken position. What is the league standing on such a thing? Is there a particular policy that you can enact? Is there any pressure that you can put on a franchise to be publicly accountable? Well, in, in terms of being public account publicly accountable, I don't think that's necessarily about what an organization chooses to say to the media. I mean, that's you all have a role to play in that and deciding um, how to cover a team and the, the, the point of view express. And, and of course, ultimately, the fans do, too. I think that's where accountability lies. They haven't um, violated any of our league rules, our league rules, um, the ones that have been collectively bargained apply to players which for the most part of the, the, the people that the fans are most focused on, um, certainly from my standpoint and, and the leagues, you know, we have a long track record of talking directly to the media and being transparent about the decisions we make. And then every team has to make its own decisions on how they want to operate. Interesting. So Adam Silver basically saying the Knicks have done nothing wrong. When it comes to how uh, Leon Rose has not been available to speaking to the media, and I definitely get Tommy's thoughts on that. But also during this presser, uh, Silver was also asked about the lawsuit Knicks filed against Toronto Raptors over allegations that a former employee improperly provided access to team scouting information to the Raptors while in the process of leaving the Knicks for Toronto this summer. When asked about the lawsuit by the Athletics, Mike Borkanov, this is what Adam Silver had to say. That dispute, I don't know more than what I read in the complaint that was filed, you know, in federal court. And so I don't have a sense yet of how egregious it is. And, and I haven't had an opportunity to see what the Raptors' response is. I think they're this ultimate me. So I think it's appropriate for me to withhold judgment. So very interesting there. Him saying essentially, I don't really know anything about this other than the lawsuit. So I want to talk about this first, Tommy, before we get back to the front office situation, because uh, are you surprised that Silver is saying he knew nothing about the Knicks allegations uh, against the Raptors? Yeah, super surprised. I mean, listen, I, I expect him to say I may have to you know, rule on it, so I want to withhold my opinion. Like, that's fully expected. But to say you don't know 
more than we know about a, a, a lawsuit <laughs> right. between you know two teams as you're you know kind of you know and I find that hard to believe. I, I'm shocked that he that's the route he went. Um, we'll see if he you know changes his tune a little bit, but I, I got to admit I, I expected him. Listen, obviously you don't expect him to take the Knicks side or the Raptors side unless he feels right. strongly um, one way or the other. But to say that you that you're you know you haven't asked questions, I mean that's like a a boss you know two of his employees suing each other, and him saying ah you know we'll we'll find out when it goes to court as opposed you know when when he, you know yeah guys in their office has their cell phone numbers has their you know correspondence you know on a regular basis has can have his underlings correspond with you know have his people call their people to get their side of the story they yeah. gotta say i don't know what the raptors it, it was an odd response to the situation um again you know not expecting him to come out you know guns blazing and defend or you know one side or the other uh, but to say he doesn't know more i, I certainly found it very surprising i was very surprised and I don't believe Adam Silver. I mean, oh, Adam Silver is, but then it, it 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 strikes me as odd because Adam Silver has an extremely impressive background as a lawyer. I mean, yes. this guy knows law inside and out. It's why he was David Stern's right hand man for so long. So, given the reporting, and maybe reporting can always be wrong, but given the reporting that the Knicks approached the league about these allegations before filing the lawsuit, it seems strange that Adam Silver would say that he doesn't know anything about this other than the lawsuit and what's in it. Is it possible the Knicks only told him what's in the lawsuit? So legally he's saying, look, that's what they told me and that's what's there. So therefore, like, that's what I know. Maybe, but again, he made it sound as if the first time he heard about this was from this lawsuit, which just seems unbelievable, literally unbelievable to me for various reasons. Again, number one, I mean, the Knicks, or, you know, station, I know technically they're, I guess, their training facilities in Westchester. But, you know, I mean, the station essentially, you know, in the same, you know, neighborhood as uh, as the league offices. I mean, you would think that if there's any team where people would kind of be constantly in communication with the NBA, it would be the Knicks just because of that, just because of the pure proximity of uh, the of the offices where they reside currently. And I don't know, it, like. Adam Silver, for me, has really become a disappointment as a commissioner. And that answer to the whole situation with the Raptors and the Knicks just kind of illustrated that to me. I mean, you have one franchise taking another franchise to court over what essentially is a trade secrets complaint. And his response is he threw his hands up and was like, I don't know anything about it, but I guess I'll eventually have to rule on it. I'm like, what? Like, come on, you know, you're the commissioner. Like, you have to have more to say about this. You have to say, hey, these allegations are true. This is unacceptable. Or maybe you could say, look, we'll have to take a deeper look into how we view, um, you know, employees that go from other teams and what they're able to take. Like, to just say that I don't really know what's going on, it, it like the kind of caricature, caricature approach or caricature view that people have of Adam Silver of like that he's kind of been a, a derelict of duty commissioner. I mean, it's like right full front and center right there when you say, uh, I guess I'll just have to wait and see what happens in court. Come on, man. Like, you got to be better than that. Yeah. I, and, and to your point, the idea, the, the Knicks, obviously, not only was reported, but it just follows common sense that before suing another, you know, uh, co-team, another team in, in the same league, that they would go to the league office and say, Here, here's what we're thinking about doing. Here's why we're thinking about doing. Do you have opinions? Can you 
rectify the situation before we have to take drastic measures. You not only has that been reported, you would assume that that would yeah. follow common sense. Let's assume that didn't happen. After they follow the lawsuit, Adam Silver is not going to ask each team, you know, whether on the record, yeah. you know, it, it's crazy to even suggest that. But I, I think it is important to note, as you know, that Adam Silver has a law background. Right. Um, he's a litigator and he understands when things get dragged into federal court, it mum is the word. You don't want to be right. called upon as a character witness. You don't want to, you know, there, there's going to be questions that come up. You don't want to have to get testified. You don't want people asking you questions on the stand, et cetera. Um, that's why leagues and franchises and billion dollar enterprises and, and celebrities avoid court at the, you know, if they can, because it's, it's basically wild card. You can't, you know, kind of throw your money around all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that is the rationale behind it is that he's just playing mum uh, for legal purposes because the, the alternative makes zero sense. Yeah, I, I agree. Like that's the only thing I can think of is that him with his law background and the, the army of lawyers the NBA has, yes. they advised him that this, or maybe he advised himself that this was the best course of action. Now it makes him yes. look like a entirely clueless commissioner. Like that's how he looks. And, no right. Way what, around. What if he wants to go that route, he could just say, listen, I can't talk on it. There's there's a lawsuit filed. Right. You know, don't say I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I think there had to have been a better way than this. But yeah. I assume the approach had to be from a legal sense right. as to why he said right. essentially what he had said. Now, on the Knicks media policy note, I, <laughs> it was interesting. I saw a lot of Knicks fans on Twitter, and they seem to be ones most, uh, I guess, uh, apathetic to the, the complaints of the media not being able to have more access to the Knicks front office, uh, almost celebrating this answer from Adam Silver, saying that, you know, uh, you know, it is not on, what is the exact quote here, in terms of being publicly accountable, I don't think that's necessarily about what an organization says to the media. I mean, that is an extremely, they talk about the other comment being kind of indirect and kind of like aloof. That is an extremely direct opinion yeah. about how he views accountability and what, a team has to do in terms of being accountable to the public. And Adam Silver, they were saying essentially that he doesn't believe that a team talking to the media accounts for that. I found stunning. I, I found that completely stunning. It, it sounds to me, and I'll go and, and go back to kind of like my legal background or his legal background. It sounds to me like he has had these conversations with the Knicks and the Knicks have gone back and forth with the league office about why they're doing this. And I think essentially I think he's parroting whatever James Tolan and the Knicks have told him. I think he's uh, James Dolan. That this feels like if we asked James Dolan, why can't we talk to Leon Rose? I feel like you would get a very not nearly as like uh, put together or not nearly as finessed the way Adam Silver did. I think you would essentially get this answer. So like what I got from this was that this is something the Knicks, the league actually did try to address with the Knicks, and the Knicks gave him this answer. And given that it's kind of I mean, you you could argue the opinion, but you can't argue that what he is saying is against the rules. You can't, you can't argue. Some of these things are inarguable. I, I think that that is essentially then the line he decided to just parrot when he was asked about it. But I'm, I find that very stunning that he would take that stance. Yeah, I know that the league office has had conversations, multiple conversations with the Knicks because I've been a member of the um, Professional Basketball Writers Association. Mm. Um, and they are constantly, any team that is, you know, kind of Stonewalls media, um, that does even the bare minimum, um, et cetera, they get, they get uh, correspondence from the Professional Basketball Writers Association. Howard Beck is, is now the, been voted president. Um, 
you know, about media availability, et cetera. And so by the letter of the law, the Knicks make the head coach available. They make their players available. We know Randall wasn't available, you know, at, at certain right. times. And there was season. a fine. That was, was fines that were issued for those. Correct. So they, you know, they go that route when need be. Um, but, you know, by, you know, the letter of the law, even if it's, you know, the Mar- Marshall Lynch, I'm just here not to get fined thing. Um, the, the guys show up and, and do the bare minimum. Uh, but it's obvious that the that it, it trickles down. The 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 president of basketball operations not making himself available, lets the coach know that he only has to do the bare minimum, lets the players know that they don't have to extend themselves beyond the very bare minimum. And if there's a way to skirt, um, you know, uh, any loopholes and avoiding the media at, at any and all costs. Um, they can do that. They have the green light to do that. I don't. I don't yeah. want to. Maybe encouraged to do that is a bit strong, but um, maybe not um, because there's there's no there's certainly no penalty um, in, in in doing so. Um, and then of course it's the question that we've had on you know the, the, the discussion we've had a couple times on, on this podcast and that fans have had and that the media's had elsewhere um, is does it impact the product on the floor? Do the fans deserve yeah. more? Um, and the odd thing is, it, it seems, um, you know, certainly uh, according to Nick's Twitter, which is not an, always a direct correlation between how Nick fans, you know, the 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 yeah. as a species, so to speak, you know, right, yeah. uh, certainly Nick, Nick's Twitter doesn't speak for all of Nick's fandom. Um, it's probably a very small segment, especially the part that's vocal. Um, but they certainly don't seem to have a problem. They almost seem to relish in in yeah. Tibbs and Leon Rose kind of rubbing it in the media faces. I think part of that. Um, is a is a conflict of uh, interest between the uh, Knicks media and the fan base. There's beef and and and, and yeah. kind of tension there. Um, you know, largely due to two plus decades of incompetence from the organization, which the media, for the most part, uh, accurately depicted. Um, of course, there's extremes on both ends where you know you know you know certain media you know lay down for the team, certain media um, bash the team, no matter what they did, right or wrong. Um, so yeah, all those kind of things factor into the, the conversation at large. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder at this point, it doesn't. And and to your point, it doesn't seem like it's going to change because, um, it's surprising to to see a commissioner, um, basically take the side of a, uh, of the franchise that is, you know, it basically, um, limiting their access to the to to the media at, at every and any opportunity yeah i mean that's the takeaway happiness is that there's we're never going to hear from leon rose like yep. Yep. the day we hear from leon rose yep. will probably be the day he resigns or the day he retires <laughs> i mean we're not even gonna hear from him if he gets fired he just will be fired and that'll be it like we'll never hear from him again like that that is going to be the situation because adam silver said it right there that again on terms of public accountability it's not necessarily what an organization says to the media i think i don't know if i necessarily buy that in terms of saying that that does i don't think that's that's to, in totality what public accountability means no i don't think right what you say to me did do i think that that is a part of it 100 is yep. definitely a part of it that mix of the side to neglect that i think the question becomes for me and it's always been for me a as you mentioned does it affect the product on the court i don't i don't see it i don't think there's any impact i don't know how we could correlate how they talk to the media or they, or they, how they don't talk to the media correlating to how they uh work on the court i could actually argue from a front office standpoint that their media stance actually benefits them yep. as a front office because no literally nobody ever knows what they're thinking 
Yep. And that's a great way to run an organization if you can, because uh, other teams then kind of don't know what you're thinking. And a lot of stuff we hear end up being hearsay from other teams about what the Knicks are thinking or what they're not thinking. And that essentially becomes a competitive advantage. from afar. And, and, and also, when's the last time a GM said something that benefited his team? We've seen a million right. examples where they said something stupid that's drug, driven away free agents, so to speak, or, you know, annoyed players or annoyed other coaching staff or gave bulletin board material. To oh, look, the last president Knicks had, Phil Jackson, I mean – Oh, wait, guess we had uh, we had Mills before them or in between right, right. there. But you know, Phil Jack, last one that talked to the media it was yep. Phil Jackson. Yep. And I mean, you know, his last big press conference, you know, was hey, you know, Carmelo Anthony, I think it's time for him to pack his bags and get out of here. And I didn't hate it as much as other people, but you know, the argument that he had tanked Carmelo Anthony's uh trade value because he went out there and told all NBA teams that he was not gonna address Carmelo Anthony as the New York Knicks for the next season. It seemed to hurt the Knicks. It seemed to hurt them. Again, I, I didn't mind it for a lot of reasons at that time that I don't need to get into. But like, it, it seemed to just be like, well, all right, why are we going to give the Knicks a, a King's Ransom for Carmelo Anthony if they're saying that they do not want him back on the team? I mean, and the Phil Jackson comments about LeBron James, what did he say? Like, oh, like, God, the, the posse thing. Posse comments, you yeah. know, like that's that stuff doesn't help. And he gave a lot of interviews that didn't that didn't reflect, you know, good on on either himself or as a reflection of the franchise. So I don't think Leon Rose, if he spoke, I mean, that's the one thing that I find odd about all this is Leon Rose is a is a polished professional, uh, maybe not necessarily in the public sphere. He's more behind the scenes, uh, but he can certainly go in front of, the Knicks media writers for 17 minutes once a year, you know, on, on, on media day and say absolutely nothing, say we want to win. You know, we hope to put together the best team, tough questions. He can dodge definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, again, this is a guy that's been in and around press conferences, you know, advised clients on how to get press. Yeah. I mean, he's been around the most influential people yes. in the industry. For regularly. Ever. Regularly. <laughs> Regularly. Lived among these people, essentially. Yes, yes. Like attend birthday parties and weddings and, and right. you know, little, let alone press conferences. And, you know, he stood on yeah. the side of the stage of, of press conferences. So you'd think just for the – just to avoid the even the question coming up to Adam Silver, you know, you would do that. But, again, I think a lot of it, as we've talked about, is Dolan, you know, thumbing his nose at any opportunity can just to just to say he can and just just to just to do so um and if the and and rose must be like all right if i don't have to you know it's like if somebody if somebody you know doesn't make you file the tps report it's your job you're not going to do it you know it's, a, yeah. it's part of the job that you don't enjoy so why you're not going to go out of your way be like please let me talk to these guys that are trying to trip me up and, and get ahead of me yeah i mean if you're waiting here a statement from beyond rose on the post this upcoming season, I would say, do not, do not hold your breath. Do not hold your breath. <laughs>